If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. Hello, people, and welcome to our world with your hosts, Net Boy and Doc. Net, how are you today, my friend? Oh, everything's good. How's everything on your end? Everything's pretty cool. I cannot complain. A lot of running around this morning. I'm so glad it's over. I'm a little tired. <laughs> well, let me just ask you first. I got a couple of questions for you. Yes. Are you a BET Award show watcher? I think last night was the first time I watched in a few years. And I think I only watched because I already watched Power earlier that day and nothing else was on television. Okay. I am not a BET show watcher. I have went back in years past and watched, like, highlights. This year, I'm not even going to bother. I don't want to see a show with the Mingos performing, to tell you the truth. They just don't do it for me. Well, Bruno Mars did a great job opening the show. Listen, Bruno Mars kicks ass. I don't give a damn if it's the Source Awards, the Grammys. Bruno Mars is a real live top-tier performer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm going to see him in September or October. can't remember the date, though. We, we talk on top of the food chain, always yeah. with some brand-new shit every time you see him. So, you know, Bruno's not to be mixed in with, with jokers. Yeah, my thing is that that show, they have a couple of A-list artists, but there was a bunch of B and C-list artists as well. Now, I, I, I Facebook today, my, at least my Facebook, was bombarded with the fact that New Edition was so fantabulous. Oh, now, yeah, they had, a good, they had a good performance, too. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to give that some respect, but I'm going to also say it's kind of amazing the same people that big up New Edition today fucking hated New Edition their whole careers. Oh, yes, yes. I mean, there was no guy who would ever admit that he was a, a, a fan of fucking New Edition in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, it was like a boy band. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I don't want to see the actors. I don't care how cute that is. I don't want to see the actors on stage perform. That must have been like 42 people on that stage. Yeah, yeah, it did have a lot of people. I actually missed that part. I caught it after, but I happened to turn back. Um, forgot, I think I turned it off once they received the award. I totally neglected that they were going to perform. Okay, now I do have a question about the night. You have to help me out because I don't want to sound ign- ignorant. But Remy Ma wins Female Rapper of the Year. Yeah. I went back and looked at Remy Ma's uh, discography. Discography. Yep. She didn't have a fucking album. How is well, she the rapper of the year? That's why I said it should have been maybe Young M.A. because she had the biggest song last year. But someone did point out, well, Remy did put out the album with Fat Joe. But I was like, well, technically that's not her album. But I mean, so now you you could you could become the rapper of the year off a collaboration where you were only on like a what uh for uh. Six, eight bar fucking, uh, uh, that's it? That's it? That's all you need is 16 bars? Yeah, that's why I thought it should have went to Young and May, but I think maybe she's too underground. But Nikki didn't have an album last year, so I was like, who else was in the category? Hmm. Maybe somebody did a rap in a commercial when they should have fucking won. <laughs> you know, I'm sure that but was would, eight to ten bars. I would give props for them giving a uh, chance to rap with a humanitarian humanitarian award which was 
pretty cool to see the young guy give two million of his well, raise two million. I think he gave one million of his own money to some schools in Chicago. You know, uh, I kind of like Chance. Cool. Yeah, that was, he had a good message, which basically tells some of these rappers. But I took from it as, yeah, y'all could step up and do it with your money as well. And also gave shout outs to uh, some, you know, the, some black issues that's been going on. Yeah, you know what? I, I have no problem with that. I, I I remember when rap was a big time. It was a social voice. It was a voice when it used to be considered the uh, CNN of the ghetto, and it hasn't been that in a long time. Yeah. Well, right now we got too many rappers, and for too many years, bigging up drug use, drug selling, illegal activity. I mean, actually, a very negative uh, message sent to the youth. But you know what? These guys don't give a fuck. As long as it sells, that's all that counts. Now, I, I did Miss Leslie Jones host a show? Yeah, Leslie did host the show. She started a little flat, but she got better off towards the end. Yeah, you to know, me, it's she's kind of... more of a skit. She's to me, she's more of a skit-based comedian than a stand-up performer. But it just might be my taste. Yeah, you know, Leslie, I'm going to say something about Leslie. Leslie has big brass balls. Uh, You know, like, this last week has been a rough week for Leslie. Uh, First of all, she got hacked the first time her pictures came out. Yeah. Now, last week, she got a new set of pictures come out with her taking it in the keister. Oh, I ain't see that. You don't want to see that. Oh. It's not a pretty scene. And I'm like, damn, how do you sit up in front of your coworkers and, and your constituents and, and, you know, your fans, and you know that most of these people in the audience have seen these pictures? Well, if you get hacked the first time, you shouldn't even have those pictures on your devices anymore then. Well, that's true. And see, this is – and I kind of – you know, the Leslie Jones and the coworker thing kind of leads me into a story. My wife told me. You don't remember back in the day. I worked at a job, right? I'm going to describe a animal house job <laughs> full of mostly young people who were artists. One part of the job was salespeople. The other part of the job were artists because it was a magazine. I remember I had a conversation with a guy one time, and I said, hey, listen, I got this porn. It's one of these freaky fucking porns, like a six-hour, eight-hour nonstop porn with anything that you can imagine. If you could imagine it, it's on there. So he goes, could you bring it in? I like to borrow it. So I'm thinking, okay, I bring it in. I'm thinking he's going to take this fucking thing home. I go out to lunch. You know, I come back from lunch, and there's like 25 people watching this porn midday, (laughs) 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm talking about this. You name it, it's on there. Oh, my God. So they on this, they're at the office. They're all watching this porn. So this was the time. Matter of fact, just to let you know how wild, wild this job was, one guy on his office door was a full-size male with an erection. Oh, oh my God. A full, so we're talking a six-foot poster of a man with an erection. This is an office. This is not somebody's fucking house or, or, or legitimately a frat house. Yeah. So this is like really before, this is before this Google and Yahoo. This is the news group uh, internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my boss, one guy, called, we sit in there one night and he, and he says, hey, can you fucking believe what this guy did? I'm just going to call him M. He says, look, at, check out these pictures. It's my boss getting a cum shot on his fucking face. Oh. <laughs> oh. On his face. Now, we knew he was homosexual, so that's not oh. that, that wasn't the issue. Everybody's issue was with him, why are you taking semen from strangers? Where's the condoms? <laughs> Listen, Ned, this was a job every Friday night after work, you say 5 o'clock, I don't know who would do it. We would have like five cases of beer show up, four or five pizzas. These dudes would break out cocaine, weed, 
and bottles of uh, first time I ever drank a Kegel one. You could legitimately spend the night at this office because there were couches. Oh my god! I mean, this was some place, man, some place. And you know what? I hadn't thought about this place until my wife brought up because she brought it up. This Leslie Jones picture because they have this thing called um, I forget the site. This is a big site with these women, Lipstick Alley. Okay. So when shit happens in the entertainment world or the world, these women talk about it. And so they were giving Leslie the business. And she was like, did you see it? So I was like, you know what? When something freaky like that happens, this is not something that I, I, I wait till 3 o'clock in the morning to look up because then it makes me look bad. I was like, babe, let's check out this fucking picture together. And then as soon as I seen it, I said, I wish I didn't see it. <laughs> So we had a lot of like kind of sporty things going on this weekend. Did you watch the big three last? Uh, well, no, you obviously didn't watch it. It's on tonight. Will you be watching any of it tonight? First off, I'm pissed at Ice Cube and whoever's running this. I made sure I got home in time. My niece, first of all, my niece and nephew was in town. They went to the game. <clears throat> I wish I knew they was going because I would have actually bought tickets. But I made it home. Thinking, oh, let me find Fox Sports 1, find Fox Sports 1, NASCAR's on. I'm like, what the fuck? I go to Fox Sports 2, and it was like, you don't even have this channel. So I, I go on my, my, my fire stick and go to the channels. And I'm like, they showing UFC, old UFC. I'm like, where the fuck is the game? No. I'm like, Google it, and they're like, oh, it's going to be tape delayed by one day. Yes. Like, I know the who whole won season. already. I know who got injured. I know who, <laughs> I know who won the games. I'm like, well, then what's the point in watching? Well, see, I'm going to watch just a little bit on curiosity just to see how it flows, just to see what it's about. I mean, did I go to ESPN to find out all the uh, wins and losses? No. Basically, you couldn't avoid what <coughs> Excuse me, Iverson. Oh, yeah. Because he's the biggest star. Okay, we all know Iverson only played nine minutes. I don't know what that nine minutes looked like. Yeah. So I will check out a little bit of it just to see if it's something that I want to get involved with, you know, because I'm going to tell you now, this weekend, Bellator 180 was at MSG. Couldn't have been more boring. (laughs) Could not have been any more boring. I am telling you, Bellator is like, the Down syndrome cousin. Like, okay, you go over somebody's house. Say you're a single man, and your buddy says, come on, I want you to come over. I want you to come with me to this girl's house. She's hot. Okay, she's Rihanna. The girl's Rihanna. You see a picture. You say, okay, this is our first cousin? Okay, you figure, damn, man, maybe she's kind of like in that same ballpark. And you get there, and she's corky. Bellator is fucking corky. <laughs> UFC is Rihanna. Bellator is fucking corky. You know? So, and then the UFC this weekend <laughs> wasn't that damn good either. Well, I did see the the, the, the Justin Kush, Justin Kush who shit on herself. That was during the fight night, right? Hold on. She fought uh, Felice Herrig. Yeah. How the hell did I miss that? When the, in the, I think in the third round, during the red naked choke, she her bowels released. How the fuck did I miss that when I watched <laughs> that fight? <laughs> and she tweeted about it. She was like, well, shit happens. Yeah, yeah. When you're getting choked to fucking death, man, anything can happen. I'm surprised there isn't more piss. I mean, just think about it. It's You are trusting that this referee is going to tell this guy to let go when you tap, his, tap that person's arm. Yeah. I mean, because it ain't fun getting fucking choked. But it looked like she was she wasn't not. She looked like at the point when she released was she was trying to wiggle herself out of it. Nah, and her bowel was just released. You know, I hate to sound like I'm a some kind of psychopath, but now I gotta rewatch that third round. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have a video you can watch. You can find it on TMZ. Oh my god! It was about the one. I think the one minute mark. The, yeah, around the one minute mark. Yeah. And, and, and speaking of UFC, you brought this up last show or the show before. 
the women's featherweight champion, Jermaine DeRamine, yeah. the UFC did take her title because she won't fight Cyborg. No, she won't fight her. She'd rather tell her she's going to go back down to Bamsterweight. So they stripped her. You know. Yeah, that, that's good. That's good. They, just for the, I hope just uh, Cyborg wins the title. Like, fuck it, I'm going to go down to Bantamweight for a second. Oh, yeah, see who's down there waiting for, yeah, well, scare the shit out of those girls. And they're going to lose their weight to go to strawweight. Tim, yeah, it's a joke. Uh, Chris Cyborg just scares the living piss out of people, so. And, you know, I, I've seen her fight, but I haven't seen her, like, Godzilla anybody, so I gotta go back and check some of old film because there has to be a reason that people are so deathly afraid of this woman. Yeah, I mean, I've only saw a fight, maybe Gina Carano, and that was what a while ago, six to eight years ago, maybe. Yeah, Gina was like the first, really the first woman of the of MMA. Yeah, and then Cyborg beat her, and then she disappeared. Yeah, with she, the acting. Yeah, didn't uh, the Expenders or what the fuck is the name of that movie with everybody from the eighties and nineties? Yeah, she was in the Expendables. Yeah, the Expendables. Now, what I'm getting a little tired of, and I guess there's nothing we could do about it. It's going to be a long summer. It's not a lot of sports to be uh, involved with. To football, these fucking NBA. The NBA right now is dominated by Phil Jackson. Christoph Porzingis, Melo's name is coming into it, Chris Paul, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Paul George. Today I just heard the freakiest shit. The Cavs trying to get Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, and Paul George. Now, I don't know how the hell they're supposed to pull that trick off. They they uh, will be paying luxury tax out the ass. Well, not with Wade, because if the Bulls are planning on buying Wade out. Wade is owed $23 million, so the Bulls buy him out. I think he's allowed to sign with another team for like $3 million or something. Oh, like the that. league minimum? Yeah. Veteran minimum? Yeah. Cause he's, I mean, it would make sense for him because you're, you're still getting your – you're going to get at least $18 million out of that 23 Now, my thing, I don't know what happens if – I don't think – I don't know if you buy someone out their contract, do they hit waivers? Because if they hit waivers, any team can claim them. Oh, no, you know what? He is a waiver, but here's the problem. He's going to turn down every team that approaches him. Yeah, but I thought you were on waivers. Any team could pick you up. I mean, you could say you don't want to go there, but they're going to have the rights to you. You know what? Out of of spite, if I was a team, I would claim him off waivers, pay that couple of million dollars just so he won't go to the Cavs. Well, you know who who could do that to fuck them over and be really funny? Golden State. That would be hilarious. Oh, yeah. Now, here's the thing, though, and this is why, (laughs) excuse me, if I was Golden State, I wouldn't worry. Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Paul George, and who who am I missing? They still will not beat the Golden State Warriors. Well, George already said he's not committing to no team. He wants to go to the Lakers. But you know what? I think Paul George would dick around with one year with LeBron. I yeah, think... one year because he don't have a choice. That'll be a trade. So whoever Indiana sent him to, he has to go. So what the fuck are they going to send to Indy? Love and maybe Shumpert? Oh. Or so even... I think, would you send Love over to a team when you only renting George for one year? See, but you know what? I think Cleveland is playing for – they're putting all their chips in the middle of the table and just saying, fuck it. Because they know, they already know that they see in the backside of LeBron James' ass right now. Yeah, next season he's probably gonna be out again. Which, as a superstar, you can't keep jumping teams. I'm sorry. Well, that's true. But you want to know something? The Cavs are going like this too. There's a lot more at stake than LeBron. He built the whole downtown city of Cleveland. Think about it. Cleveland is now a destination. It's a big place for food and this, that. Four years ago, nobody gave a rat's ass. Matter of fact, if you went to Cleveland, it was like you had some fucked up cousin that your mother had to send you there. You didn't want to go there. Who's going to Cleveland? Wasn't the Indians at least winning? Well, the Indians just started winning, like last year. 
Because I we think know, they, we know the Browns aren't winning nothing. Okay, the Indians were in the World Series, and the Cavs were the NBA Finals. So all of a sudden, Cleveland's like championship town. Well, my thing, if LeBron leaves again, that that taints his legacy. You yeah, can't you, keep joining superstars. You can't. I'm gonna go to Miami. They should come to you then, if you're supposed to be the best player in the NBA. Well, he's not. I don't think there's any chance in hell. And people keep saying about this. I don't see him going to the Lakers. It doesn't make sense for him to go to a bad Laker team. The Lakers will not be good next year either. They won't be good this year, and they won't be good in 19. It's just not time for them. I don't know, unless they grab George next year. Okay. Okay, 19, George. But 18, they're going to be bad. They don't have any pieces. No pieces right now. You know, now the team that I will. Well, no, because they did just pick up. They have a. a, They have Brooke Lopez who could drop double doubles. Mainly, I don't know what that rookie is going to do, so I believe ball out. But they may could add another two pieces to make some sort of AC. Okay, but you're talking about them going from 21 wins to 42 wins, doubling their wins. Now let's look. Westbrook was able to get his team to the playoffs. It was just Westbrook. That's true. Now, but here's a team in the West that just got really better. The the Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Yeah. Timberwolves have no excuse not being a playoff team. The only thing is their point guard is not going to give you 82 games. Right. But you know what their point guard is also going to do? He's not going to take the ball out of Carl Towns' hands. He's not yep. going to take the ball out of Butler's hand. He's going to feed those guys. That's all Rubio wants to do. Is feed. Yeah, he should have, He should average 10 assists. With this team, he should average a minimum of 10 assists. And on top of it, I think they're going to play. Thibodeau is a defensive coach. So they should be. And it seems like Butler likes him. So it's not yeah, like Butler is mad at Thibodeau. Yeah, I agree. But you can't have – I like Tom Thibodeau, but I tell Tom Thibodeau will let you play 42 minutes. And that takes a toll on your body. I've seen once Luau Deng left the Bulls, how it's like his body just started giving up on him. Noah's body just started giving up on him. Derrick Rose's body started giving up. You can't run these guys 42 minutes for 82 games. See, well, maybe he might learn a lesson. And the lesson is, if you notice, the winning teams in the West rest their players. Yeah. The West handles business a lot different than how the East handles business. Other than the Cavs. Now, the Cavs rest their players. Maybe even Boston this year might say, you know what, we could pull back on Isaiah a little bit. Yeah, they stockpiling a lot of young talent. Man, they stockpiling into like the mid. It seemed like they want to have shit into the mid 2020s. Yeah. Boston should be good going forward. Yes. And, and, and if uh, Kyle Lowry doesn't sign with Toronto, they get worse. Yeah. However, I would say karma comes back and bites you in the ass. And I put this on Facebook last last week sometime. But um, when the Mavs was trying to sign DeAndre Jordan and, and Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and Doc Rivers came down and had him hostage in the hotel, basically hit him, hit him from um, Mark Cuban. And now all of a sudden Paul and Blake says they're opting out of their contract. They might resign, but they said they're opting out. For the contracts, so basically leaving Jordan left on the Clippers by himself. Well, you know what, Paul George? No, I'm not. Chris Paul has a big decision to make. Does Chris Paul want to try to win, or is he more concerned about getting paid? Even though he's a multimillionaire, a lot of times over. Because yeah, if he was concerned with getting paid, then he would stay with Clippers, I guess. Right, because he has options to get the hell out of there. Yeah, Houston said that Houston looked like they're tr- trying very hard to get him. And I believe that my Spurs are trying very hard to get him. But they oh, just really? do stuff very quietly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because LaMarcus' ass has played his last game in black and silver. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> you are not going to say that I hate what this team has done to me and stay there and play with popping them. That just doesn't oh, that's fly. What he, that's what he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They destroy my value. 
it's more important for him to score 24 and grab 12 than to go. He never been to conference finals before. He was in a fucking conference final. He couldn't handle it. The Spurs gave him every opportunity to show the world who he was, and he decided for four games not to do it. Oh, damn. I'm hearing Charlotte. They read rumors that Charlotte Hornets might be trying to grab him. Damn, Jordan just tried to grab everyone. Well, you know what, Jordan? Take him off our hands. Man, you know what? I would love to have Kimber Walker as a spur. Fuck it. I, would, I mean, I'm a, Kimber, I'm a uh, Connecticut Husky fan. And I love all those guys who come through that program. Kimber Walker is a scorer. Him and Kawhi and Kimber plays defense. He's just kind of a smallish point guard. Yeah. But he beats he beats having Patty Mills right now because Patty Mills was invisible in the conference championship. Invisible. Yeah, sometimes you need that, that backup point guard that's gonna be there just in case your starter goes down. Right, but see, that was supposed to be the deal with if we got CP3, yeah. we keep Parker. Parker, an old Parker that gives you 16 minutes is better than anybody's second string they could pull off their bench. Yeah. And and we would only ask Parker for 16 to 18 minutes a night. Go hard 16 to 18, plus Pop is going to give you rest intermittently, you know, like, you play four games, and all of a sudden, coach's decision, do not play. And everybody yeah. will understand it. Yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's his body been breaking down too lately, him and Ginobili. Their problem is they have the foreigner problem. And the foreigner problem is quite simple. These guys are so dedicated to their home countries that they have to play in FIBA and Olympics and the European championships in their home country every single summer. So they play basketball year-round. When the yeah, NBA, they need break. NBA players are right now, if you notice, you see their posts online, Instagram, Facebook, and stuff, they're in fucking Paris chilling. Yep. Yeah, so they Parker, I can see you only playing in the Olympics, but on odd years, <clears throat> I don't see why you why you're playing. No, I mean, like I said, they playing FIBA, Europe, the Euro League. It's like they got to play it, it, it because they're, they're icons. These guys are like LeBron in their country. Yep. So they, they can't give that up. As a matter of fact, I was really pissed. Ginobili fucking played last year after being down there 39 years old. I was like, why is Ginobili in <laughs> playing overseas this offseason? You know, take it easy, my friend. Now, we got to get to a little crazy, man. I mean, this, when I heard this, I still find this shit so hard to believe. I'm going to, I probably stutter when I read it. Bill Cosby plans a tour on how to avoid sex charge crimes. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's up with that one. Uh, you get a mistrial, just, just stay quiet and leave the public for a while, and then come back. But uh, you, a comedian, you can go around and tell jokes. You gonna tell them how to avoid sex crimes? Yeah, he's he wants to do town hall meetings. Ask the person you're with if you should put a pill in a drink. I mean, I'm gonna say this: Black America, anybody that's has melanin in their skin. If you get away with anything in this fucking society, anything, take it as a lottery win. Yeah. You don't play the lottery. There's no need to play the lottery after you hit the lottery. Yeah, don't play the OJ card. Yes. Because right now, you know what they're doing. They're saying, Bill, please, do this shit, and we, we'll, we will find the money to recharge you. And you will die in prison. Oh yeah, they definitely going to retry him. Which means that's why I tell you, you just sit back and relax. You eighty something years old. You're supposedly going blind. Just sit back, relax, enjoy your money. He just renewed the rights to Fat Albert uh, merchandising. Enjoy that new come uh, money coming in, and just go move somewhere in the, some 
mansion up in where you don't have to see people for a while. Well, could you imagine what his mansion is already? Because it's not. I think Bill is like worth hundreds of millions, not millions, yeah. hundreds of millions. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He need like a like a mansion that's not. He need like a Tyler Perry mansion where there's no one. He needs like a whole neighborhood to himself. Yes. I mean, and it just goes to show the sheer arrogance. That meant he doesn't trust his wife. He doesn't trust his attorneys. He has no good friends because they all have to be saying, no pun intended, Bill, take a big fucking chill pill. How many artists you know is going to stand next to somebody, even if you didn't do it? There's not too many people that's going to stand next to you and you being charged with rape. And their careers are still are still booming. That's why at his trial you only saw like a a Joe Tory, Joe Tory and uh, Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle. They're like, we just signed sixty million dollar deals with Netflix. We can't be associated with you right now. Keisha Knight Pullman. Yeah, this is guilty by association sometimes. Yeah, and that was a hard one because she's a female. Yeah. Now we, we didn't see about... the rest of the Cosby kids. Oh yeah, we didn't see any of them. Matter of fact. Just talking about money, you got a, another question. I need some education on this one. Okay, the BET Awards sound really, it's not the, the awards itself. I'm not going to blame the awards. But it sounds like the after parties had nothing but fights. Chris Brown versus, I forget. You had the Mingos. Oh, no, was it the Mingos versus Chris Brown, people? Yeah, the Migos versus Chris Brown and the Migos versus Joe Button. Uh yeah, so Migos was involved in the two. And then the day before, you had Nicki Minaj exes going at it. Okay, now this is who I want to talk about because I'm puzzled, and maybe you know more information than I do. How is this Meek Mill living the lifestyle that he's living? The fucking guy is not like he's a number one artist. It doesn't seem like he goes on world tours. How is he always traveling around with bodyguards here, there, and everywhere? Where the fuck does he make his money? Yeah, I don't think it's bodyguards. I think it's his people from Philly. His oh, so he's paying for the hotel and the, the yeah, food this and stuff. Yeah, no, this so. ain't no hired black shirt security guards. These uh, look like his goons that he grew up with in Philadelphia. But I'm trying to figure out how the fuck is he even everywhere? I mean, the guy's, his biggest selling album was only 400 400,000 sales. That's yeah, not a, a tremendous amount of sales. No, this is basically everything else. I guess he has smart investments. Yeah, because some of these people, I wonder, I say, how the hell are they living the lifestyles that they're living when you have no sales? You don't do, com- think about it. You're not doing commercials. You're not a model. You don't yeah. act in movies. But I would say, I saw that video and Safari got out of there and I was like, and people was like, well, he should have stood and fight. I'm like, you got three, four guys coming at you. Now, so then you're going to lose that fight. And you're going to lose it bad. Yeah, that, well, that's how you say his name, Safari. See, yeah, him, but I, however, his friend did jump in, and then he left his friend. And I was like, that's kind of fucked up. Oh, yeah, that's the guy that was getting punched up on the floor? Yeah. Now, See, his was, friend jumped in, so. You know, and then, okay, then you had an incident with... Uh, ASAP Rocky at some oh, yeah, club. Yeah. It's just like, you know what? When I was growing up, you didn't hear about the Temptations fighting the OJs and, and uh, you know, in you, a you never hear nothing about the R&B acts. I'm like, these dudes, first off, if I'm a hip-hop artist and I'm going out to a club, I'm probably not going to go to the other club where all the other hip-hop artists are. Because it's probably, I'm going to say 90% sure something is going to happen. It is, like someone said before, I said it doesn't even have to be the artist himself. It's always a hanger on, someone in your entourage that starts something. Yeah, well, see, you know what? A lot of these guys, or some, not I'm going to say a lot, but some of these guys are big shots where they come from. Yeah. And when you come through town, you know, these, these players know each other. The yep. uh, matter of fact, the artist is just the, 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 the bridge between the two. Yeah. That's you what know. someone mentioned the other day. They was like, oh, 
Meek Mill could send his goons to go after. He pick and chooses who to send his. He sends his goons after like D-list people. He never sent his goons after the game, who's been quoted as saying some of the most foulest shit ever. Yeah. Amanda, didn't he have a 92 bars on him? Yeah, and Drake. I don't think he sent any goons against Drake because Drake has people behind him. Yeah, you know what? He wants to work again, I guess. It's it, it's That's the one thing that I wish, and I guess it's hard to do, there's not enough individuals in hip-hop, which kind of doesn't make – it might sound silly, but it's true. Yeah, everyone wants to be liked. Yeah, it's an industry of followers. Yeah, this is why I like a person like 50 Cent that would just say, nope, don't like that, fuck it. Everyone doesn't have to be friends. We don't all have to be lolly die together, but we could be in the same venue and not have a problem unless you start something. Yeah, and I also like the fact that if you are an individual, just because the net crew the Harlem crew and the Brooklyn crew, the first thing they did when they got their money was buy a gold chain, a ring, and a watch. Why the fuck I got to buy a gold chain, a ring, and a watch? You know what? My dream might have always been to buy a fucking house. Yeah, that's what I think Ludacris did that. He, the money that the label gave him, he put it in the bank, and I think he said he bought his mom a house, and that was it. I got to get a starter kit. I got to get uh, a grill, a watch. And a car. A car. You know, I'm I'm looking up. I, I'm I'm watching, the, uh, uh, I guess, some red carpet thing. And Exhibit has a chain on that's legitimately like a fucking chain that you could, like, bind slaves with. Yeah, it's probably fake. Right? So I look up Exhibit. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm just looking through his wicker and stuff. He's doing Pimp My Car. Fucking guys on Pimp My Car and didn't even own a car. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. He's renting a car while doing a show about guys who hook up shitty cars. He could have brought a shitty car to them and said, hook this motherfucker up. It wouldn't have cost them nothing. These guys are leasing their vehicles acting like they own them. You know... and everybody must hate Bow Wow because the only one they ever out is Bow Wow. Oh, yeah, because he, he got a big mouth. And he's a clown. And he's not a, uh, I guess he's not, he's not a, a street guy, I guess. You know, he's always, hey, I'm getting on this private plane. And then somebody posts a picture of him on a fucking uh, Commercial flight, not even in first class, sitting (laughs) in row 14. See, he puts himself out there like clown. In the middle seat. (laughs) Probably the middle seat with his feet dangling. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. that was dumb. You can't do that. There's too many people in this world. You don't know who's following you, who's seeing you. You fucking idiot. Yeah, but he's done that like a couple of times. Yeah. Why are you frying? Are you taking commercial, say... You're taking commercial. If you want to fly a private jet, so you then fly the private jet if you can afford it. Yeah, that's right. They got the fucking private jets like uh, Uber and Lyft now. <laughs> yeah, some people said that uh, Kevin Hart was on the radio the other day. They asked him about flying private jets. He said the only reason he flies private jets is because of his schedule. He said if he could fly on a regular plane, he would. But he said, for instance, he, he said, I have to do this interview. Then I have to do another interview in New York. Then I have to fly right back to California to go to my daughter's graduation. Then from there, fly to somewhere else. So he said, I can't do that on a on a commercial flight. So I have to fly private. But yeah. he, he, he could pay for it. And you know what? I don't have a problem with somebody not explaining. Me personally, I think it would get it would take me some getting used to to be on those smaller planes as opposed to the bigger plane. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I agree, because with the private, uh, you, you like, got to space out the weight and stuff like stuff like that. Yeah, you got to, you know what? And I'm saying to myself, I guarantee you in that smaller plane, you feeling that turbulence a little di- different than you are in a bigger plane. You know, yeah, and maybe, or, or well, maybe you're not as high up. I don't know. 
Because I've never flown. I, I, I'm i not going to bullshit anybody. But I've never flown private, so I don't know the feeling. Yeah, me neither. I flew on one of them little-ass planes with the propeller. I ain't like that. Well, I flew the, I flew in a helicopter. Oh, man. Horror. <laughs> you know what? I, I've, I've won tickets. I've got freebies for helicopter rides in Vegas. Shit's not me, man. I did it once, one time in my life, and it was in Manhattan. It was a school trip, believe it or not. Uh, and we took, like, from the heliport on, like, 30-something street and, like, uh, FDR Drive. Yeah. Oh, man. I would have been like that girl, Kush. <laughs> oh, I, I, obviously, my stomach was empty because if not, I would have lost my bowels. Yeah, I only been in the helicopter for, like, three minutes on one of those, you know, those things in the carnival where they might have a helicopter that takes you around a couple of times of the stadium. Mm-hmm. They had like the, they were showcasing the Batcopter from like the 1966 Batman. I guess they had a remodel of it and I paid to get on that. And I was like, mm, anything longer. It's too noisy. I don't know. Yeah. I, I never want to do that shit again as long as I live. We got this thing here. And I, I don't know if you guys, it happens in New York because I really didn't notice it too much. One, all the women seem to put their fucking phones in their back pockets. I don't know why a woman would put a phone in a back pocket. Probably can't fit in their front pocket. Their pants probably damn too tight. Okay. Now, I, my wife said it was all right to tell a story. She, this was about a year or so ago. We was at a doctor's visit. Now, I don't know why the fuck she didn't leave her phone with me. She decides to put her phone in her back pocket. All women have to sit. She goes to the bathroom, her phone right in the fucking, it falls right out of her back pocket into the toilet. Oh. This wasn't one of those waterproof phones. This was, uh, yeah. we had an LG. Yeah, I know somebody else that happened to you, women too. <laughs> so now we had to go out and get her a brand new phone. Thank God we was, it was around the time that our plans was ending. Yeah. Because, you know, phones could be five, six bills. Who are you telling? I, this is the most expensive phone I ever bought. And I was like, I will keep this motherfucker till, till, the, till it won't light up anymore. So I can't press a button. <laughs> I, can understand. I can dig that, man. Two things are very expensive and people take for granted. One is phones and the other one is glasses. When you see somebody with nice glasses on, man, you could you could assume that they spend anywhere from seven to twelve hundred dollars. Oh, I mean, yeah, I paid like three hundred for my frames alone, right? Or three fifty yeah. for my frames. To turn them into glasses was another seven hundred and eighty dollars. Because I figured, why have glasses when I and then shades to drive when I could have transitions? They go from regular glasses indoors to shades, yeah. so I never have to take anything off my face. So we're talking like $1,100 just to fucking be able to see. Yep. <laughs> so when the person looks at me and they see that picture and I got on glasses, I'm not trying to be cool. Those are fucking glasses. Yep. <laughs> but when I go indoors, the shade comes off and they become regular colored. Yep. I used to get a cell phone, say, uh, every other year. But that was back when you had to, they were doing a contract and they wasn't charging you for the fucking phone. But now I just I bought this Google phone. I was like, you know what? I'm not buying it. this phone. Will have to completely break down. Google will have to stop giving updates. In the in the second or third generation phone will have to be. They have to have like some type of feature that I must have. Yeah, like, if they make a phone that's waterproof in, like, nine feet of water, then I might upgrade my phone. Mm-hmm. So we got the women with the phones in the back pocket, which I don't understand. But here, we have a phenomenon. And I don't know if it's because the deep suburbs or what it is. These fucking women, it makes me feel uncomfortable, especially being a black. See, now this is the anti-black of where you got the white privilege. This is the black shame or the, the black Sin. These fucking women down here all leave their purses in the shopping carts, sometimes wide open. Now, me as a young, not well, not that young, but as a black male, sometimes I go through an aisle and I'll be like, 
ma'am, please notice that your bag is there while I'm going the opposite direction. Oh, yeah. Because say the next person comes and takes the bag. She's going to say that, that black dude took it. Yep. <laughs> but we see this, and not sometimes. I see this in every single market I go to, every time I go to a market. And sometimes, like I said, purses wide open. So the bag is open, and you can see her wallet in the bag. Yeah, they don't pay no attention. Well, they think everyone is nice and friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say. People that run in the supermarket and leave their kid in the car with the car running. See, we we had a dickhead do that down here last year. Lady left her bag open. Her child took her gun out of her bag and killed her. Oh, damn. This was a little child. Yeah, that's fucked up. Because not only are they leaving these purses open, we have a very liberal carry. You know, I would say, this is the way I view it, three out of every ten people I think are armed. So yeah. if you if you wanted to get into like a diehard beef with somebody, you have to have that run through your mind. This fucking person, more than likely, male or female, is armed. Because it's so easy. Think about it. I moved I moved to North Carolina. Say I moved to North Carolina on a Monday. Do you know by Wednesday I had a I had a gun? <laughs> that fast. That fucking that's, fast. That's, yeah, that's quick. While I was buying TVs and comforters and towels and shit, I also brought a gun. That fast. No issues, no sweat, no who are you, where you from. I mean, you know, you fill out some paperwork. They say, hey, give us 20 minutes to shop around the store. Come back. Oh, here you go. <laughs> Only thing is, we we have to walk you to the car if you're going to also buy bullets. Well, you think I'm not going to buy bullets? Because we got to make sure you don't load this shit while you're in here and kill everybody. Uh, do they have, like, security at the door? Like, no. real security with guns? No. Oh. See... You know you're in a different section of town when you see armed anything. All right. See, where I'm at, there is no fucking security anywhere. You know what I mean? There's no security. There's nobody. You run into a cop here and there, especially. But, see, I'm very close to the highway, so they're there all the time. And I think I'm, what, two miles away from a precinct. So what's the point of them walking out the store? You go to your car, load the gun, and come back in. Yeah, but at least you didn't do it inside. Oh, that, right. that's that's like you know what? There are asinine rules, so I I'm gonna agree with you. I'm glad you caught that. It's an asinine rule, but the thing is, they say it's still in the box because think about it. Somebody else in there might be armed. Yeah. You know, you're gonna run into people who are armed all the time. Now. I'm not saying cities, we already know Detroit, L.A., New York, Chicago. You're still going to run into three out of ten people armed. They just might not be legally armed. Yeah, some uh, councilman, I think, just tried to put forth a bill inside the Congress saying uh, people should be allowed to bring their gun into New York City. I don't think that's going to go too well in, 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 in the state Congress. Well, see, here's the go. Here's the problem with that. Here's the big problem with that. Say you drive, and I'm not even going to say North Carolina, because I'm going to pick some place that's also liberal. Say you drive and you come from Atlanta. Yeah. When you hit D.C., Baltimore, Delaware, Pennsylvania, those are all anti-gun states. Jersey. New York. So you done already broke the law like six times. Yeah. <laughs> and did you know everything going That's east? Just everything got their own set of rules. Whoa. Yeah. See, everything from, let's say, everything from Maryland all the way up to Vermont or wherever the hell is the highest one, New Hampshire, Vermont, whatever, they, Maine, they don't really like guns. No. It's everything below Virginia. And that's till you get out to California. Because Arizona, we talked about Arizona. They're crazy. First of all, they're crazy because you can get a driver's license that's good for 35 years. That's insane. Yeah, that's, that's insane, yeah. 
And then two, you don't need license, you don't need classes to carry concealed in Arizona. All you need to do is buy it. So that's cowboy country. We have a bill we have a bill that's out there right now where we're trying to be that. No classes, no permits, just buy it, carry it concealed. Boom. And the ship made it through the first phase of the house, which I'm shocked. No. Yeah, I don't know. I... Sometimes I look back and I'd be like, what the fuck does these people doing up in office? City council. Nobody's working, man. Like no one has their own brain. Everyone, I think I said this on the last show. It's like everyone must agree with everyone else. It's like, dude, you got in the you. I would think if you got into some form of public service, you're doing it to help. You got in it to help people. Yes, yeah, like being a nurse. In, it's like yeah. Then once they get in, it's like, oh, I can't do nothing. So I got to agree with what this guy tells me to agree with. I don't, I don't. I can't have my own thoughts. I think yeah. if everyone had their own thought, this country would be on a on a much better path. Yeah. Well, that good luck to us. Okay. You know that the travel ban, the Supreme Court uh, revived uh, Trump's travel ban. Yeah. They put they they allow a a, a portion of it. Yeah. Now I'm not going to sit here and and be some kind of bleeding heart liberal. Do I think more countries should be on this list? Fucking A. But do I have a problem with us telling Libya, Iran, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, and Yemen they can go fuck themselves? No, I do not. Yeah, I I mean, I personally don't have a problem with it, but when they say, for, for instance, most forms of terrorism that's happened here was homegrown. And there's some things that was terrorist could have been labeled as terrorist attacks was just labeled as a crime. Sort of when white people do crimes. Right, because they can't be terrorists. Yeah, if you shoot up a movie theater, it's not a terrorist act. No, you shoot up a black church, that's not a terrorist act. No, it's just a uh, a poor choice by a white kid. Yeah, yeah, angry and he just people But if a Muslim it. guy would have shot up a movie theater or a church, it would have been labeled as a terrorist act. Right, but let's let's not forget the Orlando thing, they barely wanted to call that a terrorist attack. Yeah. And it was a Muslim because they were homosexuals. Yep. And he was a Muslim. Oh, but because they were gay, they didn't meet the criteria. Yeah. But you know yeah, what? You have, to, you have to fit into the, the criteria, exactly. Yes, you must be basically middle-aged white victims, American white victims. And then even if you, four black guys, it's a terrorist attack if you harm more than two of them. Yep. We were just talking the other day about how Pride Month became, well, Pride Week became Pride Month now. And we were just talking about, you know how back in the day we just be like, Oh, you're a fucking faggot or something like that. If you say that now and you get into an argument with someone, they can charge you for a hate crime. Yeah, especially if you go smack or hit somebody afterwards. But I'm not, I'm not homophobic. But it's just something we grew up saying. Why should I give label have to fight a hate crime because you're not accustomed to saying certain words? I mean, even if so, you're fighting fighting someone, you're like, oh, you're a fucking nigger. He's gonna get charged with a hate crime, most likely. Yeah, you know what? You could do the ass kicking, net. But don't say a lot while you're doing the ass kick. The <laughs> only thing that you could really pretty much get away with saying while you're kicking somebody's ass is, how you like that, motherfucker? You can, you can still call him a motherfucker. How you like that? You know, but when you or, angry, or, you just say shit sometimes. Or didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? <laughs> actually, that's a safe one. Didn't I tell you not to fuck with me? But if, so you if you call, call, like if you call someone, if you find a uh, gay person, you call him a punk ass bitch. Is that would, would well, that see, be considered? You might be able to, You can get away with pap, <laughs> as as we call it in my house. You can call somebody a pap <laughs> because you know, as long as you didn't say, you know, you while well, you beating them up, you know, you be dressing like a bitch. No, don't don't yeah. don't make it feminine. <laughs> just make it an insult. But the best thing you could do is just. 
kick ass, take names, and go the other direction. Don't say anything. I got a feeling me, knowing me, I will get charged with a hate crime. And you know what? See, I wouldn't because I'm just trying to get this shit over with. I mean, literally, as humanly possible, fast as I can, remember every trick that I ever learned. Because I'm taking you, I want your throat. I want your throat. Here's a secret, people. If you never thought about it, everybody says go for the nuts. Go for the nuts. Hit somebody directly in the jaw. I'm going to tell you how you can make a 275-pound man crumble. He's not going to think about it. You punch him in that motherfucking throat. When a man can't breathe, that makes cowards out of all of us. <laughs> he will crumble. He's he'll reach out for you. Now all of a sudden the same person that was trying to beat you up is reaching out, you know, with those arms like, Help me <laughs> And then if you're still scared, take off in the wind. A throat <laughs> punch works every time. You know what? You might hit the wrong side of the nuts. And <laughs> you, you brush that off and be still coming. Nobody can take that throat. I'm talking directly on Adam's apple. Keep aiming for it. Be looking at it. He he don't even know that's where it's coming. And then when you hit him there, and you watch the body just give out. You know they someone had posted a it's video. It's an awesome Facebook. punch. I normally don't watch videos that's of the first people place I'm fighting. going for. <laughs> normally don't watch videos of people fight online. But I was like I was intrigued because this person never posts um, videos of people fighting. So it was this girl. They look like teenager. She was a big girl too. I'm talking. City Bay big. And it was a guy who was a skinny guy, and she was like straight punking this guy. And the guy just kept saying, Leave me alone. I don't want to fight you. Leave me alone. And this girl kept pushing him, hitting on him. He kept saying, Leave me alone. Get out of my face. This guy whipped that girl ass. Well, and she- then she got up to like continue trying to fight him. And but they had to grab him back because I was like, he beat this snot out of her, but he kept telling her, leave me alone, and she kept picking on him and picking on him and picking on him. I have I have this thing. I believe wholeheartedly this only applies to strangers, only strangers. You have the right to defend yourself mm-hmm. from harm. That's against strangers. Yeah. Now, you're dating a woman, or you're married to a woman, you're living with a woman, whatever, and she gets pissed. Women are more likely to punch you in the arm than you should ever punch her in the arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your woman punches you in the arm. You do not cock back and bust her in the face like she's Johnny from the block. Yeah, you might you never do that. <laughs> huh? No, you can't. I said you might suplex her, but you can't Ray Rice her. Do not ever do that. <laughs> now, women will do that shit. Women... Women get mad when they get mad, especially when they with a man. They get yep. mad at him like they get mad at their children. So she might throw something at you. Those are shit. Those have not come back with a slaps. Yeah. I now, you, if it's a chick you walking face. up the block and you you know some chick three doors down and she punches you in the arm, you got the right to come back with an elbow. Yeah, even when I was going to school, my mother always said, listen, you don't hit no woman. However, if they hit you and you say don't hit me and they continue hitting them, you have permission to whip their ass. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that you should crawl up like a, in a ball and let your girl wail on you for 22 minutes neither. <laughs> see, but that's when men, see, this is different. See, women fight, men hold back. Yeah. You get it? Men hold back. We are famous for grabbing wrists. Yeah. If we care about you, we grab your wrist before we punch you in the mouth. That's why I wonder, like, if you're in a relationship with, like, one of them UFC women fighters. Like, if if you get into an argument, what happens? The same shit that happens to Johnny in the projects. When (laughs) she gets mad, she fucking punches him in the arm, too. But she's a UFC fighter. She's trained. You can't say, oh, I'm going to hit this girl back. No. You ever watch the King of Queens? Yeah, yeah, I've seen King, King of Queens. Do you see how many times she punched Doug? Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's like that in real life, so. <laughs> but you know what? A lot of women are just like that. Yeah. 
Because they're going to say, are you stupid? No. Boom. See, and they, but see, a woman will never do that to a man that she knows his first reaction is to just thug her out. Bow on the grill. Yeah. She, not, yeah. she ain't taking that chance. <laughs> she only do that shit to a guy that she knows. Okay, this man loves me. I'm so fucking mad right now. The only way I can get this off my chest is to punch him in the thigh or arm or pinch him or something. But you know what? Ronda Rousey probably does that to Travis Brown because she knows he's not going to fucking uh, hit her like he's punching uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> now, if she thought a Brock Lesnar comeback punch was coming, she'd be like, fuck that, man. I'll call the cops. He got to go. Yeah, I never understand how people get in domestic abuse situations and then, like, the guy beat the girl and then they sleep together that same night. Like, not, I'm not having sex. I'm just saying sleep in the same bed. Well, I would be you, so scared that she go throw, like, chop me up or something like that. Look, one thing, <laughs> this is one of the last things I want to say. One thing that I never liked, I never liked a punk-ass woman. I just don't like punk girls. I like them girly. I don't like them like young M.A. I'm not, I <laughs> never want to date no young M.A. M.A. <laughs> I like them girly. I like them feminine. But I also like a woman that doesn't agree with everything I say. She's got to have her own voice. Her own opinion, yeah. Her own opinion. She has to be strong. Because if we're a team, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And if she's weak and a coward, then you're both weak. But I am not ever hauling off, hitting, scratching, biting, or any of that shit that you read about on the ID channel, my wife. Because there ain't no fucking sleeping. Ain't going to be no sleep in peace in my home. You know what I mean? I, I expect some retaliation. Yep. And it's it probably going to be on the sneak tip. Yeah, you know? I don't want me sleeping and you pour hot, hot oil on me. <laughs> oh, baby, eat that food. I made it special yeah. just for you. Yeah, you, know, you lacing my food with rat poison or antifreeze. Glass. I'm now yeah. living in Oz. Come yeah, to think of Oz, <laughs> I gave your Wentworth a try. I couldn't handle the Ozzy, uh, the Ozzy accent. The, the accent? The accent? Yeah, I couldn't handle it. And besides, I think I know that show from back 100 years ago. You might have been a baby. The Women of Cell Block H. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I did hear something about that show when I was reading more in the Wentworth. It's the women of Selbach age, just modern day, like brought, brought into modern times. Because that lady B, yeah. she was Queen B then, 30 years ago. Okay. But I will say this. People, if you haven't seen it, give Claws a chance. It doesn't make sense, but Claws is good. <laughs> TNT, yeah. About some chicks running a nail salon in, in Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did want to see that. That's what um, the lady see with the squeaky voice. Nikki, um, uh, whatever the hell. What is her name? Nearly, uh, what the hell? Yeah, I can't, I, I can't remember the name, but I did, I did say I wanted to see this one. There's also good thing about, about watching BET last night was they showed the uh, movie trailer for a Thurgood Marshall movie. I didn't even know they had a movie coming out. It looks actually good. And anybody you know, Chad Chad Brosman is playing Merv Marshall. He's the same guy that played James Brown. He's the same guy that played Jackie Robinson. Okay, so he well, damn, he's kind of dark, but they're all good. But we'll take. Yeah, it. he's playing Thurgood, and now he has Black Panther coming out next year. So at least he has a diverse portfolio. Black Panther, as in the Marvel character. Yeah. Okay, not like Black Panther, like as in power no, to the, the people. Black yeah, yeah, no, not that one, not that okay. one. Even though people did come out and say that the Black Panther movie poster looked too militant. Oh wow! Yeah, too anything to complain? Yeah. Well, yes, like I said, please give your do yourself a favor, especially when you see episode two. You're gonna see some shit in episode two. I guarantee you've never seen in your entire life in a movie, uh, in a TV show. I'll check it out, Claws. Yeah, so it's it's well worth it. Hey, Ned, man, it's been real as always. So wrap us up, please, sir. 
As always, folks, it was another good episode. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at NetboyDoc. But make sure you hit the subscribe button on our YouTube channel. YouTube channels, at NetboyDoc on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Like the podcast. If you like it, share it. If you don't like it, just comment. Let us know why you don't like it. Maybe you can help us out. Maybe we can change a few things. Uh, like I said, everything is at NetboyDoc, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yes, that's beautiful. As always, I enjoy doing this. It's our pleasure. We really need to hear from you. Uh, I don't want to sound like I'm begging, but I'm begging you. Say boo to me, okay? Okay, this is Doc. On behalf of our world with Netboy and Doc, I'm just going to tell you peace.